0: Well hello everybody, welcome back to the show. I was going to say hi I'm Timmy Foodie but that is to do with the fact, well and the reason why I haven't really been podcasting for the last month. Well it's almost six weeks actually, fucking hell, I do apologise everyone. Um, But we're back, it's a new year, it was a good Christmas, it was eventful. I started doing my Timmy Foodie TV show on YouTube so if you want to see some I was going to say awesome recipe videos, but I'm still figuring out how to do it all. So some averagely good cooking videos of me doing recipes and waffling a little bit too much and making them a little bit long, Um, then you can head over to YouTube and just search Timmy Foodie. And that's Foodie with a Y, so T-I-M-M-Y-F-O-O-D-Y. And um, yeah, search Timmy Foodie. And you should find me and hit subscribe and like and share with your friends. And I'm trying at the moment to come up with a schedule to do podcasts youtube tv shows and full-time job and all this other bullshit they got going on so um i've just about figured it out and that's why i had to have a little break from the podcasting a i think i was a bit over it for a bit I was just losing a bit of interest which I, I do tend to do because i uh i get bored very easily oh, i have a very short attention span that was my balveni 17 year old double cask Whiskey, which I shouldn't really be drinking because I've, I've been trying to promise myself that I'm mm-hmm. only drinking on special occasions. But fuck it. It's Thursday. What are you going to do? Um, so, what was I saying? Yeah. So, I was trying to figure out a good schedule or kind of routine to try and get into. And I, I decided so I put the podcasting to one side for, a, you know, over Christmas and stuff. And um I just wanted to, it was weird. I just, I, I've been wanting to do the TV show for ages and I had, I mean, years, like, five or six years at least, probably more. And I wish I'd started it then. But anyway, what are you going to do? It's all been a natural progression in terms of starting the podcast and then getting the confidence to then be on camera, even though I'm not really on camera, it's just my hands, because it's difficult with the angles. Anyway, you'll see what I mean if you go and look at the show. Um, Part of that's technical limitations, part of that because I'm too shy. So I'm sure that will stop eventually. Um, So, yeah, I, I just wanted to kind of, I just woke up one day and, thought fuck it I'll just set it up and I just set everything up and just did one I bought this new barbecue this kind of Traeger grill and I did this like kind of um pork rib thing and then I did brisket and it, it kind of kick-started this thing and now I've been doing I think I'm about 15 or 16 videos in um just normal kind of everyday cooking you know recipes nothing overly fancy or elaborate so um I'm not quite sure of the direction it's going to go in or the kind of vibe and style I'm doing with it I'm just kind of getting on there and doing it and just seeing what happens really so it's quite exciting that I've done it but it, it has meant sacrificing the podcast for a few weeks so I do apologize and also I still never did my final formula one summary blah 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 I'll say so we'll just have to put that one down to laziness or disinterest or I don't know whatever it was um, but the Formula One testing is going to start soon, so I'll probably do a podcast about that, and then we'll be back up and on board once the season fully starts again, which I'm very excited by. So, what I have figured out that I want to do is I want to do two podcasts a week minimum, Tuesdays and when no Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays is going to be a sport roundup show, um, where on the weeks where there's no pod where there's no Formula One thing, or well, I might still do it. I don't know. We'll see. But I want to do. A sports roundup show, just talking about the sports I'm interested in, some sports news, stuff like that. Probably lots of motorsport-based stuff, pretty much, and cricket. That's pretty much what I'm interested in. So hopefully, if you listen to that, that's probably what I'm going to be talking about most of the time. So, um, but there might be some other things cropping up, maybe some uh, MMA and you know boxing, all that sort of stuff, possibly. So but we'll see how that goes. Um, obviously, when the Formula One things on. I can't decide whether I'm just going to do a summary of the after the race, or whether I'll still do the the qualifying one as well. I don't know, Um, because sometimes the qualifying one isn't that there's not that much to talk about. So I don't know, we'll see. But there'll definitely be one main show for every Formula One show that I'll be doing for sure for every race weekend. And then Tuesdays we'll do a sport roundup, and then Thursdays I want to do like a gadget tech. Thing where I just talk about new tech, what's going on, maybe stuff I've bought, giving reviews of things, um, and then just tech news, all that sort of stuff, and then maybe putting a bit of random waffling between all that. And then interspersed between that, we'll be doing our episodes where we've got the unicorn on, doing our social stuff, and any guests that want to come on will be interspersed between those regular Tuesdays and Thursdays. That way, at least I know there's going to be two a week locked in, Tuesdays, Thursdays. So that's the plan. And then around that I want to try and do my YouTube stuff. So Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays and maybe something at the weekend and try and post three times a week for that if possible. Although I cook every day and I'm pretty much going to be filming every day. So it's just whether I can, it's just editing time and then doing things. and So I don't know, we'll see how it goes. But that's the rough plan. Two podcasts a week, three foodie shows a week. And then whatever other little things in between, if people want to get involved and come on the show, whether it's coming on the cooking show or on the podcast. So if you want to come on the show, get in touch, please do. I'd love to have you on as a guest. We can talk whatever you want, have a little drink or not have a drink, it's up to you. I'm trying to minimise my drinking at the moment, so you don't have to drink, please don't feel obliged to, um, even though I am drinking right now, but it's um, it's uh, Thursday, so this whiskey's so fucking good and I'm really trying not to drink it quick but it's has gone down oh my god anyway never mind whatever so there we go that's what I've been up to it's been a hectic Christmas lots of cooking finally off my arse doing this show which feels really good Um nice little break from the podcasting so I feel refreshed and I wasn't actually going to do one today I, I'm in the middle of filming a show at the moment but um, I'm at a waiting stage while something cooks so I thought I'd just come and do one now Um, so yeah I don't know what I'm going to talk about so I think what I'm going to do is talk about some tech news as it's Thursday Um, what I'm doing at the moment I thought this was kind of an interesting topic to talk about because it's something that I'm currently being faced with and that's I'm on, on a little 2014 MacBook Air 11 inch jobby it's served its purpose and it's still fine as an everyday machine, emails, basic Photoshop stuff, you know, browsing the web, videos, all that stuff is absolutely fine. I mean, it's still rock solid, like, you know, I don't, there's no waiting times or anything. So, it's still a good machine, but since I've started doing this editing, I've really noticed it's not exactly set up for video editing, so... It can handle real-time editing in 1080p, which is all I'm doing it, and I'm not bothering with 4K. Um, But the rendering times are a bit of a bastard, and the thing does heat up, and then it gets laggy, and all this kind of shit. So it's a bit annoying, but... So I'm trying to figure out what to do. What do I buy? And I don't really want to spend a huge amount of money on some top end mac because they're so expensive like they're so expensive they're almost pricing people out of buying them they're like they've gone so towards the pro end now that it's like almost impossible if you just want to spend two or three grand on something decent you can't really get any mac that's decent for that amount of money really which seems crazy to say it but not one with half-decent specs that you know is going to future-proof it for at least, you know, five or six years, which I want a machine that I know is going to keep me going for, I mean, this Mac Mini, what is it, 2014? So that's 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, six years. Because I got it right at the beginning of 2014. So it's almost exactly six years to the day. So it's, um, yeah, it's frustrating. And I've been doing all the research and specking up all the various different Macs, figuring out which way to go with it. Um, and I mean in terms of bang for your buck I might just bring up the app store and we can kind of talk through it so what I'm looking for and with, I think this might be relevant for a lot of people as well is, is a machine that's pretty decent it's going to last you long enough, because like, I like to get a long time out of the technology I buy, so I like to buy something that's powerful enough that I know is going to see me through a long time, because, you know, it's a lot of money buying these machines, and you don't want to have to upgrade every two years, because that's just fucking nonsense. So what I want to do is get something there yeah, that's going to keep me going for a while, That's maybe it's a bit upgradable, which if you buy a Mac, it pretty much fucking isn't. So that's the other thing. But I'm so embedded in, in Apple stuff. I mean, I've been using them since early 90s or whatever I mean like crazy like long time so I'm fully embedded in and I mean I've I've seriously been contemplating just going to a PC just dealing with Windows and getting it seems like for the money you can get much better performance and upgradability which you don't get from, from Apple so it's the dark side is tempting me unfortunately but I just don't know I mean fucking hell fucking hell it's a doozy. I mean, they've just released the new Mac Pro, which is an absolute beast of a thing. But that is seriously just for pro users who have fifteen to twenty thousand dollars to spare, minimum. Like, minimum, you've got to spend that on it. There's no point in base specing that thing because it's just it's just not worth it. So, um, the iMac Pro is too expensive, and it's not that great. Really, it's okay. The iMac's, I think, the sweet spot from my research. You get a decent processor in it now. If you go the 27-inch, you can get uh, an 8-core um, i9 processor. You can put your own RAM in it, which is the only Mac that you can actually do that to now. You can clip out the, there's a little thing at the back, and you just clip them in. It's super simple. So you can spec it with 8 gig of RAM, and you put your own RAM in. And, and you can put 64 gig of RAM in from Apple when it's $1,600 Australian, which is just fucking mental. And it's not even that good RAM. If you put in the OWC 64 gig, it's like $400. (laughs) It's fucking mental. It's so cheap. And in fact, you can actually put in, even though Apple don't tell you, you can put in 128 gig of RAM into the new iMacs. You get four 32 gig modules. And from OWC, they're currently doing that for $1,200. And 64 gig from Apple is $1,600. So it's mental, the difference you can get with it so um, even if you were to real base spec your iMac 8 core you bump it up to the 8 core i9 because you've got to do that Um, you leave it 8 gig of RAM you've got to bump up the graphics to the Vega 48 it's definitely worth doing then the next thing is the I mean that straight away is 4900 it's a lot of money that's Australian so if you spec up the at least minimum 512 gig solid state which really you want a terabyte if you're dealing with a Mac iMac really, I mean, there's no point in going too low with it. I mean, you can get secondary storage in the Thunderbolt 3 ports, which is super fast, so you could plug some stuff in the back and get some pretty decent extra storage that way. So, and you just have it permanently plugged in, and you know, there you go. So, but I'd want to spec it with at least a terabyte, so if you do that. And don't really put anything else and don't do the Apple Care. It's five thousand three hundred and eighty nine. If you bump the Apple Care, which gives you like insurance and all sorts for accidental damage and shit, then that's five thousand six hundred basically. So that's a lot of fucking money. And you've still got to then spec your own RAM in from someone else. So you're talking three or four hundred dollars to get thirty two gig or sixty four gig. <laughs> Excuse me, that was a burp and a hiccup. I do apologize. So that's A possibility. But you're talking even at this spec here, which I think is really bare minimum what you want to do, because you can't upgrade it once you've done it. So you really have to think ahead and think, Well, I should probably put in the extra money. I mean you can put in the less good graphics card and that does help, but I I honestly think it's worth getting the better graphics card. And you've got to go solid state, not fusion drive. And I honestly think bare minimum one terabyte. So yeah, five thousand six hundred bucks plus let's say four or 400 for the RAM that you're going to put in, which will give you... you probably get a 64 gig in there for that. So that's six grand straight up, boom. Fucking lot of money. So that was like, oh, God, do I really need something like that? But then even if you went to like a Mac Mini... Which is another possibility. I've got a monitor already that's all right. I mean, I'd want to probably get a better one. Even if you get a Mac Mini and spec that to an i7, you have to put. You can't put the RAM in yourself unless you take the whole thing apart, which I don't want to fuck with. So, and with that, really, you want to get bare minimum thirty-two gig of RAM, and that puts it straight away to three grand with a two hundred and fifty-six gig solid state, which is fucking nonsense. Who's going to fucking put that in there? Again, bare minimum. I could probably justify doing a half terabyte like 512 gig um if you went up to a terabyte that's 3600 if you not that down to half a terabyte solid state that's 3200 and that's with the standard ethernet you could put the 10 gigabit ethernet in there if you're going to work off a network but i'm probably not so i don't see the point in the extra money it's only 160 bucks but so that's still 3200 for that and that that's Pretty decent. I mean, if you put in 64 gig of RAM, you're, you're up to four grand straight away. So, um, you know, and by the time you do that, and really you can get an eGPU thing, which is like a separate machine that you plug in that boosts the graphics power, but they're a bit temperamental and that's still going to cost you about a grand at least for that, maybe 1,200 by the time you put the graphics card and get the thing and bloody bloody blah. So that's taking you up to four and a half grand. Now that's enough for five and a half grand, and so we're almost to iMac money there. So it's it's not really doesn't make sense. And then if you're talking MacBook Pros, the sixteen inch is great. It's fucking amazing. It's a really good machine. But bare minimum, you're talking forty three hundred. You've got to bump it up to the better processor. We don't have to, but you know, even if you didn't do that. The RAM, again, you've got to put in yourself. And if you're getting a MacBook Pro, you've got to get 64GB of RAM in there. You just can't fuck about. So that's 5600, boom, straight away. And remember, the iMac was about six grand, yeah? By the time we put the extra RAM in. So if I go eight core, ninth generation Intel i9, which is a 2.3GHz turbo boost up to 4.8, you could bump up the other one, which is 320 bucks, but that brings us up to our six grand with 64GB of RAM. Um, and that's a terabyte solid state, which is on par with the iMac. But I'd want to probably bump up the graphics card to the better Radeon Pro thing because it's got more um, video memory. So that's an extra 160 bucks. So that's 6,200 give or take. So that's about 200 bucks more than the iMac for the same amount of memory. But it's similar processor. Similar RAM. Probably the graphics card isn't quite as good. So it's... But I think the, the the MacBook Pro is a bit more powerful than the iMac. So I don't know. But you're talking pretty similar money around six grand, which is a lot of fucking money. I mean, fucking hell. Six grand in a PC, you get something that could fly you to the fucking moon. Like you get the GTX 2080 Ti and top-end i9 fucking bloody blah you probably get you get at least 64 gig of ram you could probably get two one gig solid state nvime so much faster solid states than what apple give you you get two of them so you can run one off you as your hard drive with all your programs on it and then you can run as a dedicated scratch disk which if you're doing photoshop and video editing it's fucking really good to have a separate thing scratch disk like that And those super fast ones, I mean, that'll make it an absolute beast. So, but it doesn't look as cool. And it's not got the Mac operating system, which I'm just so fucking deep entwined into. It's just, um, I don't know. It's crazy shit. So, I mean, the option is do the PC and keep my little Macbook Air and run that till it's just completely no good anymore and then get myself another little macbook air base you know pretty much base spec one that does a bare minimum you know all i need it for is like email portability the odd bit of photoshop and you know fucking about with so you don't need anything super fancy with that really if you've got a beastie machine at home to do your rendering and stuff so again the the main purpose of this is for rendering i just want something that i can render on i don't have to fucking wait because at the moment i'm doing a video i cook Film the video while I'm doing it. I eat or wash up, do that, sit down, copy the files across onto my Mac, and then edit the thing. And then, and the editing doesn't take too long, but the rendering, I sit there. You know, uh, even a 20-minute video takes an hour to render. So, which it shouldn't, but it does. So, it's just that time I lose. And yeah, I can go off and do other things and stuff. But by the time I've got to that point, it's quite late, and I want to get the video uploaded and bloody bloody blah. So. I mean, I could, I guess, pre do things and schedule stuff and just build up a backlog and do it like that. But it's still quite a lot of time I'm waiting. And then, you know, the computer heats up and then it slows down. And if I try to do another bit of editing, it's just laggy because it's too hot. You've got to let it cool down a bit. So it's frustrating. And I understand this is a very first world problem. But, you know, maybe there's people in a similar situation. You want like a good mid spec machine that's going to do the job. So. I mean, if you're going to do a Mac and it doesn't have to be portable, I honestly think for the same money, I'd go for the iMac because you get a big, beautiful screen with it. You can... All the ports are there, which you don't get in the MacBook Pro. It's still got u- normal USB ports. It's got an SD card reader. Um, it's got the four Thunderbolt ports, so you can get super-fast hard drives and all of jazz with it. Um and you know, it comes with the keyboard and all that jazz. So yeah, I think that's a sweet spot. Plus, you can put your own RAM in, and the fact that you can put 128 gig of RAM in it is a really nice touch that you can do that. So um yeah, I reckon that's a sweet spot. But the new six-inch MacBook Pro is supposed to be very good, but it's just so fucking expensive. Oh, I'm going to burp and hiccup again. I do apologise. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. Fuck knows. Yeah, I mean, if I can take... I mean, PC stuff, I mean, there's loads of them about. I mean, I've been specking up various PCs and looking into it and just, you know, looking at eGPUs and going on to, like, you know, something like M-Wave or PC case gear and just trying to build my own computer for, you know, about three grand. And you can get something pretty decent for that. It's like it's one of those things that you could build up and... Get a half-decent motherboard and, you know, get some good RAM, get a good solid-state drive and get a mid-range graphics card. And that's going to do you pretty nicely for rendering. Like, even the mid-range graphics cards at the moment, um, even the mid-range graphics card you can get at the moment, like the GeForce RTX 2070s or even a 2060. They're better than these the Radeon cards that are in all the Macs. Like, they're dead, even something like that. And if you go up to the 2080 Ti, I mean, that just pisses all over them. So, um, which you could easily spec in there, no worries. So, um, yeah, it's a tricky one. So that's a possibility. But who fucking knows? I mean, looking at some, um, there's uh, MSI have released a machine recently called the MSI Prestige P100, which is like a little, it almost looks like an Xbox, it's like a tiny little mini PC. Um, it's got all the gadgets in it, like good graphics cards, solid-state drives, you know, secondary, normal kind of hard drive. It's got a um, good amount of RAM you can put in it. You can get 64 gig of RAM in it if you want to. Um, good processor, all that. But they once you get to the top tier of that, it's six and a bit grand. So it's like, well, fucking hell, I may as well just get an iMac. So it's, um everyone just seems to be upping and upping the prices. Um I think it's Apple's fucking fault, to be honest with you, you so. say. I don't know. Um But it's hard to know what's going to be good enough as well. But yeah, I mean, this MSI Prestige P100, you can, for about three grand, you can get a pretty decent little machine. Um so I mean, that's like a possibility, getting something like that, but it's obviously dealing with fucking Windows, which I don't really want to do. So, which I mean, it's probably fine, but pff, I don't know. Once you say so deep in Apple, it's hard to fucking leave them. It's, they're they're bastards for it. But I don't suppose it's their fault. It's just fucking how it is. But um, I guess just what they offer, and I don't know. I mean, the the fact that they you can't really upgrade stuff is a bit of a pain in the ass, quite frankly. So. Um yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Let us well we are at twenty minutes. I should probably go and check on my food scene, but let's do a few more minutes and just see if there's any um tech news going on. Um the world is melting from this coronavirus thing, so that's not good. Um and the fact that they've now reckon it's fucking contagious before you even show symptoms, that's really bad. And loads of people have already come over from China. Who had it, who have now got symptoms and that, so it's all spreading around the world super quick. So it's um yeah, it's a problem. So we've got to be careful if you show symptoms. Um Big Bash has been good. That's going on. Let me just find some tech news. Techly. Let's have a look. Uh technology. We'll just search the old Apple thing for some tech news. Um Drivers facing a thousand dollar fine for deadly habit from Saturday. Uh, So this is a mobile phone thing. They've been trialing it in Sydney and a few places for a while and getting just giving people um, warning letters for the minute. But it's officially coming in place on Saturday. So, um, and if you get caught twice within a year on your phone, you'll get double demerits within within the same year of getting caught the first time. Uh, It's four hundred. Oh, it's a thousand dollars if you get caught texting, so you don't get te- caught t- texting on your phone, which is good because loads of people do it and it's fucking dangerous. So, good on them for doing it. So, I quite like that. Um, there's a titanium iPhone 11 Pro that looks like a t- Tesla Cybertruck, it kind of looks like an Astelin Kern MP3 player, to be honest with you. But I kind of feel like that's where they got the inspiration from for the Tesla. Cybertruck to be honest with you but if you look at the Aston and Kern um, music players you'll see what I mean it's like very kind of angular design to it like industrial design so it's um yeah it's quite interesting here's a bit of Apple news all the unexpected products Apple is set to release in the first half of 2020 just leaked oh according to QO who's big on this during the first half of 2020, we'll release a slew of new and interesting products. As mentioned above, one such product will be the new low-cost iPhone that will share a form factor similar to the iPhone 8. As such, it will feature a 4.7-inch screen, Touch ID as opposed to Face ID. I prefer Touch ID. Um, they're expected to launch a device of $400. That's tempting. I need a new phone. Um, phones aside, Apple is also planning to refresh its MacBook Pro and MacBook Air lineups. I oh, see that could be interesting for me. Uh, QA points to a new 13-inch MacBook Pro with the more reliable Scissor Switch keyboard. Yeah, they've updated their keyboard on the new 16-inch MacBook Pro. Um, And it also stands to reason the new MacBook Air model would incorporate the Scissor Switch keyboard design as Apple thankfully appears to have abandoned the problematic butterfly keyboard which was cause all kinds of problems and lawsuits and stuff. Um, They're also planning on refreshing the iPad Pro uh, with the triple lens camera and all that jazz that's on the current iPhone. Um, it's also, they reckon Apple will release a wireless charging mat, which is completely unexpected. Um, they've been working on it for ages, but then they couldn't get it working for some reason, even though everyone else has managed to get it working. And you can actually wirelessly charge your iPhone on third-party things. So I don't know why the fuck they couldn't get it working. But I think they were trying to charge multiple things on a wireless pad so you could charge your um, headphones, your, your phone and your watch all in one go but I think that was the issue they were having so um, so that's cool and that seems like it but interesting about the um, updated laptop so we'll see what they do there um, I think a, but the 13 inch MacBook Pro is the bit of the dead zone for a kid, I mean the base spec one is better than the I. I MacBook Air, so if you're looking at that, just get the base spec MacBook Pro because you spec a bit more of a solid state drive in it, and you'll be set. That's the sweet spot for that for sure. Um, in terms of you just get more processor power, but um so it'd be interesting to see what they do with that iPad Pro is interesting. I mean, they keep talking that it's like the ultimate. You don't need a computer with it, but you do because you can't plug anything in because they'll only give you a stupid fucking Lightning port. If they went it to USB C like a Thunderbolt three port problem solved, you could plug hard drives in, you could, you know, if you had two ports on it, you could have one for power and all that jazz, or a screen, and one for um, a hard drive, and then you get a wireless keyboard and a little wireless mouse or whatever, and boom, you got a fucking badass little machine, but they don't, it's weird, Apple keeps saying, oh yeah, we want to have this iPad that's, you know, you don't need a computer anymore, but they, yeah, they refuse to add the final few little things you need to make that work. Because obviously if they do that, no one will buy their laptop. So it's like, well, come on, mate, make a fucking decision to fucking go with it. So, yeah, we'll see whether they have the balls to do it. They probably won't, but I feel like they should do it, ditch the MacBook Air, ditch the 13-inch MacBook Pro, just have a badass MacBook Pro that's just for pros, so if people actually want a proper fucking laptop for doing shit. And then you just have an iPad Pro that's really powerful, you can plug hard drives in, keyboards, all that shit. Use use the iPad as a screen or you can plug in a second screen to it and it becomes a little computer and then you've got a little secondary screen for your thing. That's what they should do, but whether they do it or not, I don't know. I should work for Apple, really, but I'd have loads of ideas. But maybe they do it and they just don't want to release it so quickly because they want to make the most of all this other bullshit first. So, yeah. It's guaranteed that's what they're doing. Excellent. Well... um car news, let's see what's going on no um, tech news from Coca 2, let's see what they're saying Um, it's more like gadgets and computer games and stuff, I don't know what else is what's really going on in the gaming world there's some interesting stuff on what hi-fi actually, oh what the fuck is this oh it's a Yamaha app, I don't know why I fucking loaded that up, To apologise, uh, what was I looking at, what hi-fi Yeah, there's some interesting um, stuff on what hi fi today. There's um, some new uh, wireless headphones from Baron Wilkins called the P. They're either called PI3 or P13s, I don't know. Um, They're kind of wireless earbuds, but they've got like a neck band attached to them, so it makes the battery life a little bit better and slightly harder to lose. And they've just got a five star rating from. um, what hi-fi so the baron wilkins p13 or pi3 you think i don't know fucking hell it must be p13s um yeah what hi-fi really like them so if you head over to what hi-fi.com it's it's on their front front page and you can read the review but they're not ipx rated which means they're not waterproof but they do say they're somewhat resistant to sweat and water from rain and stuff but unless they have this ipx rating then they're not so they can say that but even the most basic IPX rating, which is basically rated for sweat and drizzle, you know, light rain. Um, so it hasn't even reached that as a rating, which is a bit of a worry. But sound quality and build quality from Baron Wilkins is always top-notch. So, And they're uh, not cheap, but they're not the most expensive either. So they're kind of sitting in that mid-ish, the higher end of mid-range, I'd sp- I suppose you'd say. Um Anyway, yeah, they look pretty good. So that's worth looking into if you're um uh if you're looking for some sort of wireless earbuds. Um there's lots of good options out there. I mean the Sony ones are kind of knocking it out of the park at the moment. So um, they've actually there's a review um, section on, on the front page of what ficom where they're talking about alternatives to the airpods in terms of the true wireless earphones and the Sony uh, WF1000 XM3s are the best in terms of battery life, sound quality, functionality. They've got that really great thing where you can control stuff on the side with them by stopping and starting and doing all that stuff with like their um, on-ear headphones. Cambridge Orly Audio Melomania ones um, supposed to be good. Nine-hour battery life, which is really good for a little pair of earbuds. So Bose do a good pair sporty pair which you can fit in I mean I'm not I don't know I've never really tried them so I don't know I feel like they just fall out and you'd lose one and then what the fuck do you do so I quite like the idea of ones that kind of connect Um so at least they seem a bit more difficult to lose or if one drops out it's not going to you know be lost forever so I don't know but yeah it's an interesting article so if you're in the market for some for the gym or something and you just want wireless earbuds like the in-ear things then get over to what hi-fi.com and read that article because um, there's some good options and they go through the price ranges. So you should find something in there that's going to fit your um, price range. Um, JBL Reflect flows look pretty good. I mean, if it was me, I mean the Air, the, the AirPod Pros from Apple are supposed to be pretty good, but um, the battery life isn't great. I mean, it's all right. I don't know, I just, I don't really rate Apple's audio for headphones and stuff at all, really. So Sony just seemed to be the leader of the pack at the moment with that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's what I'd go for. I mean, the yeah, the, the Sony WF-1000XM3s are currently on offer for about $300 at JB Hi-Fi. Um, and they're normally 400 and something. So that's a pretty good bargain. And they, you know, they offer, what is it, six-hour battery life off a charge and then when the little carry case you get with them if you just click them into it in I think in 10 minutes it gives you an hour and a half more charging time but if you leave them there to charge properly you get up to you can essentially keep charging them in there and you'll get 24 hours of play time from it basically so um which is really good to say um, so, you know, you could easily take that on a plane ride and have them for a full flight and have enough charge in there to pretty much last the whole time. I mean, they are going to run out, and then you'll have to charge them for 10 minutes or something, but that's pretty good. I mean, that, that is quite clever. So, yeah, anyway, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, some good stuff at what Hi-Fi. I quite like it. Um, I'm going to go and cook my dinner and finish off filming this video. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back um, soon. I've got a podcast Saturday, hopefully, with my friend Sam, who's been on the show before. It's been a while since she's been on, so that's going to be good to have her on. Hopefully, her sister April is going to come along. I don't know if she'll join in, but once we get her a little bit drunk, she might join in, so we'll see. Um, so that's going to be Saturday, so that'll probably go up Sunday. Um, this one, today it's Thursday. I'll try and get this up tonight. So, um, yeah. Cheers for tuning in. Sorry about the long gap between podcasts but we're back up and running again now so we'll have the unicorn on in a few weeks when she's back from her holidays um and i think we've got richie coming on with her at some point so that's going to be good and then we'll just see what happens i mean sporting stuff we'll, we'll start ramping that up once the um and we've got cricket um happening lots of stuff happening this year with that which is exciting for me we've got formula one testing and new cars getting released in a few weeks so I might do a little episode about that once that all starts kicking off so that's that's going to be good and we obviously got the first Grand Prix in Melbourne starting in March so um it's gonna be an interesting year this year for Formula One so I'm quite I'm looking forward to it I think teams are going to be a lot closer um the young up-and-comers are going to be challenging the older guard in in uh, in Formula One so it's going to be interesting to see what happens so um I'm still calling Lewis Hamilton to win his seventh, so but you know I'm a Lewis Hamilton fan, so yeah. So yeah, cheers everyone. Thanks for tuning in. That was Harmonic Whiskey Tales with my nice, beautiful Balveni seventeen year old whiskey, which is beautiful. Which I shouldn't really be drinking, but I am. So yeah. Cheers everyone and we'll be back very soon.